another week. Lounge podcast. Just me today. Um, solo dolo. The other two, like, really just up and left me. Um, it's, it's pretty sad. Uh, Raven, Tate, Tate has something going on tomorrow. Well, when we normally record is Thursday. Um, but Tate has something going on at his job tomorrow. So wish him nothing but the best. Uh, Raven was, Raven's in love with Tate. So she just following behind him. So they both couldn't record today. Um, <laughs> so I say that to say that um, I had to call friends and stuff. Um, well, actually, this one particular individual, um, shout out to my cousin. He was gonna come by, but I I said no. I got somebody coming by because this one in the, this other individual was like, I just want to sit on sit in on your session. And actually, do you actually have an extra mic? I say I'll do you one better. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I said, how about just be on the show? Because I need. <laughs> Here's the thing. I got so many jobs that requires like almost like a a CV <laughs> in, in a sense. Like a, if the, if you don't know what CV is, just basically like a, almost like a resume, and um, they just need to see work from you. So I th- I've been traveling this week, and this one particular job, uh, which I was banking on this episode to be like this, uh, like I could send it to. Um, there's one particular job I want to see something like see see the stuff that I work on. So um, I'm sending them this episode right after we done recording. But yeah, that familiar voice that you just heard in the background is not other than DJ SJ six one four. What's good, everybody? It's the conductor of the train, your boy DJ SJ614. You're so excited to be here. Welcome back, actually. Thank um, you. Last time you was on the episode, um, we kind of did like farewell shots for you. Yes. Oh, the lounge is just always taking care of me. <laughs> yeah, not today, though, because Raven is normally the person who brings the alcohol, but that is all right. Again, she's in love with Tate, so everything else <laughs> <done>. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to follow right behind. Ooh. Um, we did not hold that back. <laughs> there it is. But now, um, yeah, thank you for coming. Uh, thank you, know, you for having me. Yeah, you said you was going to sit in, and I was like, nah, you could be on the show. Yeah, he did. I was like, I could do you one better. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, you've been on this road. Um, how, how was it? You've been gone for like three months, and you just came back like two weeks ago? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it was a great time. You know, I was going around the country doing uh, three shows that was part of a Black History uh, tour series. and um, Was there any of those shows like recorded? No, not the whole thing. Um, like different like news and like public access out, out, outlets caught um clips and glimpses of it, but uh, there was never like a fully recorded show. Um, but I had a great time. It was a challenging journey. Uh, it was a very important journey. I feel like the message, the messages that we were delivering were um super important, and I had a great time just like re-educating myself um about Black history and. All the little white children across America as well. What was the name of the shows that she was working on? So there was one show called Let Freedom Ring. Okay. And that show was about um, the music and poetry of the civil rights movement. Um, so like lots of like singing and poems and things like that. Uh, one was called the Meet Dr. King. And that one was about the life of uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Um, and then the other one was called Black History, Heroes, Soldiers, and Spies. And that was actually one of my favorite ones because it, that one was about some of the lesser known people in black history that we don't often hear about. So people like uh, the Buffalo Soldiers, uh, Bass Reeves, Elizabeth Bowser. Um, yeah, niggas like that. <laughs> uh, so you would do all three shows in one day or so the like schedule- each, each destination was like a different show? Yes and no. So each destination, so a typical, let me give you a typical like three days. One day could be just one of those shows twice in two different locations. Um, the next day could be two two out of three of those shows, one time each and two different locations. And then a uh, third day could be each one of those shows. Um, let's say it would be like meet Dr. King twice at this one school, then um, let freedom ring at this theater. Um, and then um, the other show, like at another school or like a library, it would be like that. Um, it was really fucking crazy to be honest. Yeah. I seen, I seen you like 
either always flying or like just driving up and down. And then like you even passed New York City at one point. Yeah, legit. And, and I was like, did he? I wonder if he ever stopped home. Yo, <laughs> I I wish there was no fucking time. Like I literally was in a different state every day. You was like every day. I I collected all the um all my hotel key cards. It's like a deck of cards. Like. It must be like fifty something of them. Really? Yeah, it's crazy. It's insane. You had your room by yourself, or you was with one of your cats? No, 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 no. Um, I was with. So there was only two of us on this on this tour. Yeah. So the way that it worked was that um, we all met at headquarters, which is in North Carolina. We learned the shows, and then we split off into groups of two going around the country. So we did everything. We were doing the driving. We were doing the shows. We were setting up. We were breaking down. Like it was You know your uh your I guess castmate beforehand? beforehand? Well what do you mean by beforehand? Like did I do I know her in life? Cause no, we just met um, at, at the headquarters. Yeah we we met wow. on that yeah. Um but we got along great the whole time, which I'm very happy about because uh especially like one she's a girl um and i just don't really like uh living or rooming with girls because you know we all just have our um uh in-house situations but uh she was amazing (laughs) the whole time she was absolutely great um and uh yeah wouldn't trade her for the world um you still keep in contact well she's from new york too no so she's from florida okay and she's into like and that was the other thing too, like our different like backgrounds. Um, so she's from Florida and she's into the whole like Disney princess thing. Mm-hmm. So after we finished tour, she I think she's like in Orlando right now, like doing that. So yeah, she's from Jacksonville, Florida. And um yeah, so every time we did come up to the north to do shows, she like couldn't take the cold at all. <laughs> Your age? Really funny. Your yeah. age too, or no? She was tw- she was twenty two, five years younger than me. Okay, yeah. So that's not too bad. That's no, what, not too so bad. So how how who who decides to get the car or who drove whatever? So the so like the company or like headquarters or whatever they um all of the hotels were in her name. And anything like car related was in my name because I was like old the, enough. Older. Um, but when it came up to divvying up, like I guess the, if you want to say like chores or whatever, we just we it was weird. It was actually it was funny because for the first literally the first month and a half, we it was kind of just like this unspoken rule. Like every morning we we, we would just like alternate. So like I if I drove the day before, I would put the key on her dresser the next day or like something like that. And we would just kind of like silently do that. Or if a trip was more than two hours, we would split the drive. Mm -hmm. But if it was like two hours or less, then, you know, that one person would just like dig it out for the day. Um, But it was really interesting. But after that month and a half, like, I think I finally like mentioned something about it. And then we were just like dying. And she was like, yeah, that was kind of like our unspoken rule, like yada yada. Um, every Friday, if our town, if the town that we ended up in had an Applebee's, we would get drinks. And you know, I, yo, you love yourself for Applebee's. Love, <laughs> let me tell you something. You know how like fucking Azalea Banks loves BBQ. Yeah. It always goes there. Applebee's, no matter how famous I get, I'm never gonna be too bougie for Applebee's. Yo, Applebee's, Applebee's is, is not fulfilling though. Yes, it is. This <laughs> is my shit. And also, I'm an appetizer guy, so like I only the, the appetizer is the best part of their menu. Oh, great! So that's must be why I love it because yeah. that's only the, the only thing that I get. Really? Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, the drinks. You and your brother was like there <laughs> on Friday, and I think it was Sunday or something like that. Sunday or Monday. I was like, yo, they stay at Applebee's. Yo, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he hates it. It's all me. It's, I, I, I literally just like force him. Um, but yeah, so that was a lit tradition. And then it was really special because on in our last hotel, first of all, I'm like really into like numbers and things like mm-hmm. that. So I, I think that um my birthday is June 14th. Uh, um, so those numbers are 614. And then I was born at 641 in the morning. So like any combination of like 614 or 146 or whatever are kind of like guiding numbers for me. And the last hotel room that we were in, the room was, I think like 146. And the hotel was right up, like the parking lot. There was an Applebee's right across the parking lot. And I was like, oh, y'all got me fucked up tonight. I was like, I don't got to drive back. It's a fucking wrap. So that was a lit, like, send off from the universe. Okay. So how many shows do you think you did all together again? So we we were trying to think about this because, like, on our last show, the people, like, asked us um, how many we did. And I... 
thought that it was about like 50. She said about like 70 or more, which I do believe because our first week alone, we did 15 shows. And y'all were just a two-man show. Yeah. How? Exactly. Shout out to that company though. Yo. <laughs> Shout out to y'all. Three three different plays. How long was like each play? Each play was approximately an hour and then we always had a Q&A afterward. <clears throat> so it was... It was, you was um, on some superstar yeah, shit. Yeah, I'm telling you, it was fucking intense. Like, it was so intense. Um, when we met, we rehearsed each show one time throughout four days. And then on the fifth day, we were on the road. So we, like, came there with all of our lines for for um, all three scripts memorized. Like, it was just crazy. Nobody got sick on, like, on this road trip? Like, they couldn't do the show? No, no, no. Nobody got that sick. But she did catch food poisoning after we ate at this one Chinese restaurant. Uh, yeah, I forgot where we, I think we were like in West Virginia. Um, yeah, shout out to her. Though. Shout out to her because she didn't even say anything to me until like after everything was done. Like I noticed that she was acting like a little strange, like in the car. But um, you know, I'm kind of like live and let live. So if you don't tell me something's wrong, I'm not really gonna inquire. <laughs> <laughs> Should have been dying like an asthma attack or something. <laughs> yo, and, yo, actually, that's something I was really scared about because I saw her in the beginning. One, I think I saw her in the beginning with an asthma pump. And two, she's deathly allergic to peanuts. And mm. that she's the first person that I encountered with like an allergy like that. So anytime we went out to eat someplace, she had to make sure that they didn't cook with like peanut oil, like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I was like, God, if this girl goes down on me, I <laughs> will not know what the fuck to do. I was like, please just don't let that happen. Okay. Well, it sounds like you had a great time. It was um, great. Yeah. Um. Did you keep up with current events on the Roger trip or no? You know, surprisingly, like I kind, like I kind of did, yeah. And I didn't know how like in tune with the world that I was. Shout out to podcasting. <laughs> um, until like things would pop up and she would ask me questions. She would be like, "Do you know what like this is about?" And I'd be like, "Oh yeah, like that. Like this is going on. Like yada yada." Um, so it was like really really interesting. Um, the reason I brought that up, um, because this is the only topic we're gonna talk about today. Mm-hmm. Uh. While you was on the road, it just so happened like soon as you, I, I think while you was on the road, like the last week in January, um, the Jussie Smollett situation. Oh, God. <laughs> I was like, only reason why, because it's hot topics now, because all his, <laughs> like his, his case got dropped, whatever right. the case may be. But however, they still going after some, some other like, like on a federal level, they're yeah, trying to get him for, for, and then they're trying to have the letter. Him, yeah. Have him like, uh, pay like 150. Plus thousand dollars for something. Mm-hmm. Anywho, what what are your thoughts? Because you know you haven't been on the podcast like really. You only been on like back on your podcast what like two episodes, right? And we haven't spoken about this yeah. stuff. Yeah. What are yeah. your thoughts about the even just from beginning to now? Okay, so from the beginning, right? First of all, I want to start this off by saying that um, I don't know if I want to word it with like I believed him but like I guess I'm just going to say that I'm going to say that like I believed him part of me believed him yeah, yeah I'm, I, I'm just going to say that like when this news that broke that case got dropped like I, I was slowly starting not to but I was really holding on to like 10% yeah and 10% was like nah I believe this guy like yeah. he, he wouldn't do this nothing. there was just a lot of things that were fishy for me like throughout the whole thing so like from one I mean it's Chicago police right two and, and you know they have their whole thing where they love just covering shit up right yeah like R. Kelly <laughs> there we go <laughs> um and then two yeah it really like this kind of just really wasn't in Jesse Smollett's like character to do something like this so we just have to think about like all the underhand things that are like going in the background of the government and into why they would want to do something like this and like cause this type of like fake outrage um throughout media like what are they really hiding what are they really trying to cover up um what type of scapegoat is he um was he becoming to like something real so um i believed him the whole time through there were a lot of fishy details on both ends and if it was going to be something that was like super concrete at least one of those sides would have had like something super concrete you know what i mean but it seemed as if First of all, all the statements that we were hearing were always coming from Chicago PD. You right. Know? Um, Which, in a way, I'm just like, I think we, we asked the wrong questions. And the question that I need to be, I guess, answered is 
how the hell was the media getting so much from Chicago PD? Exactly. Like who exactly. and who in there is like just don't care about their job and just like releasing shits and like yo, he's he, this is what happened. Right. Like I understand like you know money situations, but. So it, this like, should, it should have been nipped in the butt maybe the second day, like every because it seemed like every five hours it was something, something new. new, and something I was like, different. "Yo, who's releasing this? Like, who's yep. sending this out?" I completely agree. Yeah, it was it was too much stuff coming out of them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so that was one thing that just was like super uber fishy, um, and yeah. So I mean, all the way up until now. I'm, you know, glad that, you know, he, the charges have been dropped. Um, it is suspicious as to why. Like, I don't, everything is just suspicious. You know what I mean? Do but, you think it was like some, he did get jump or you think it was just those trainers that people are saying? Dumb, sexy ass Nigerians. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, here's in my heart, I believe that something happened to him. Um, I don't know what that something is, but I do believe that something uh, traumatic happened to him on that night. Um, I just don't know if like he was even sure of all the details himself. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, because like I've been arrested before, and I know how kind of just like w- weird details are to you. Um, when you're like trying to think back and you're trying to recall, especially if it's like the nighttime and you don't really see shit and you think you're hearing some shit, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I, I know, I know something happened to him. I just don't know if I know what or if he even knows what. To circle back on what you, what you said earlier, like what the government is trying to do. I think the government is just trying to find new ways for. For America to go against each other, I guess, because mm. the you can't. It's but so much you can stretch this whole racism thing. But now talk about it. So it's it's but so much you can do that. So now it's like the government's way of like saying, now let's go after the LGBTQ community, and I think that's what it was. Yeah, um, I feel like they're trying to. And he's like a almost like an advocate, like the spokesperson for, like one of the spokespeople for the LGBTQ community. Yeah, I mean, first of all, he's a gay black man. Right? Yeah. So it's like, and also, also something else that was weird was the fact that like Trump chimed in on this ordeal as well. You know? Yeah. I, I don't get me wrong. Jesse is like, uh, to me, a B B plus <laughs> list celebrity. Mm-hmm. For Trump, somebody when now you're president of the United States, yeah. commenting on something like this, yeah, it's 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 just weird. It was really like weird. Where, where where do you have time to comment? But when people ask you about Russia, you're like <laughs> right. you're dodging, right? Um, which just made everything seem even more fishy to me. It's kind of like I felt like he was trying to add more heat to Jesse's situation, and it was kind of just like, what dog do you have in this fight? You know, um, but. Yeah, I you know there's some shit going on. I just want to say I'm a fucking prophet, and um, I have been having crazy ass dreams. I was speaking about it on my podcast, but I've been having crazy ass dreams lately. And my brother made me tell him one of them, and he looked it up, and he said that it basically signified kind of like um uh, one of the horsemen of the apocalypse, like famine, and because I saw like red skies and like a red witch and just like all this other stuff it was real fucking crazy but um after talking about that dream the next day the information that was released to us was talking about how like there have been like fireballs like exploding over earth like back in december but they're like just releasing this information so it's kind of like we were discussing in that moment how you know like for all the things that we do know it's only what they want us to know. You know right. what I mean? They only trickle down enough information to both inform and confuse us at the same time so that there's not like mass hysteria about the truth. But I really think that something big is coming. This is totally off topic, but I think something big is coming and I feel like we need to all gird our loins and start focusing on um, <laughs> a lot of the important shit and not fall for tricks and traps like this Jesse Smollett case. Um, yeah. The government it, it, trying to throw out. It, it definitely... It definitely it's crazy how like even just the media in general like just to step away from the government a little because they know how i feel about them anyway um but just the media in general how we jump 
from distraction to distraction to distraction. Yep. First was the R. Kelly for like the first three weeks of, of the year. Then it was this Jussie Smollett situation for like forever, it seemed like. And Mostly all of our history month. Basically. Yep. It was like a basically like almost a whole distraction. Like it we, took over like, Black like, History Month. Like we could like black people are bad. Yeah. The black LGBT community are bad. Mm-hmm. That's what it took away from. Yep. And then like Wendell um going through her um her divorce and all of that. Well, not she's not going through divorce, but her um her name is Wendell. I call Wendy Wendell. Uh, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, who is Wendell? Um, but um, but yeah, yeah, but for her to go through her like situation, because it was like she only been back for three, like maybe two, three weeks now, and like now she's about to take another hiatus from her show, and it's like, she's yo, stressed. I'm she's like, stressed. Yo, honestly, she might not make it till the end of the year. She might yeah. be one of the ones that like relapse from. The drugs and the alcohol, or she might end up dead. Oh, she already did. I mean, I know. Well, that's oh. that's what I was trying to like segue to, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but yeah. So she this week, her her spouse, her husband, I guess, and the mistress allegedly had a baby. Had a baby, and later on that Monday, when that news broke, they said that she was panicking, crying, and end up like drinking and like relapsing back into like her old. Uh, whole situation mm-hmm. and that she had to be hospitalized but she was still had to make it Tuesday show which kudos to her right go to fuck off girl <laughs> I, say, I got a show to do <laughs> I don't know how much she had to pay them doctors because honestly they're not supposed to like let you out right right away from my understanding like when you're in that type when you're in that type of program that she said she was in mm-hmm. they're not supposed to let you out right away so she must she had to have paid somebody yeah definitely yeah. um yeah yeah it's a lot of crazy stuff there was this funny meme that um i peeped uh earlier today i can't find it anymore but it was basically a meme of freaking um what's this boy's name who's in jail six nine oh, Takashi. And, yeah and he's basically like in court and he's um He's talking. Oh, here it is. He's talking to everybody, and he's basically like, "I gave y'all Jordan Woods, R. Kelly, Tony One Savage, Jussie Smollett, Aunt Becky from Full House, and Shane Dawson. Can I please go now?" And then the judge is like, "You're looking at 29 years." And then he goes, "You know how Cardi B used to get her money?" <laughs> They're basically <laughs> trying to say that all these things are randomly happening because of all these people now. Because Six Nine is giving up all their names and information to get out earlier, which I think is fucking hysterical. But um. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It that is, is true. There's a lot of shit happening with our celebrities. Um, they all black too, and they're all black. I was listening to the brilliant well, except, for, except for Lori Lachlan and her situation. Very true. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I was listening to the brilliant idiots, and uh, Charlemagne was asking Andrew. He was like, "Yo, can some white people start acting up now?" And he's like, "Cause," it's but not he was right because he said it on the Breakfast Club. He's like, "Yo, when is St. Patrick's Day?" And um, they and it was like coming up, and that's when the whole Lori Lachlan situation happened. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, they, that's true. They always act up right oh, around. St. Patty's. Um, yeah, it's 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 crazy. Like we lost we lost the whole month, but I'm black every day, so I ain't really losing. Go the fuck off. I ain't Hello. Really lose anything. Um, yeah, so that's it for like the topic section section, and um, you know, catching up with you. Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't. Wait, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know, at least you ask. Yeah. The two calls, they they be forgetting at times that I'm part of the show. I think, and I'm supposed to be like the captain of the bench. Right? <laughs> it's whatever. Um, but now nah, I'm, I'm, I've been on a roller coaster. I'm gonna just uh-huh. say that. Um, I, I'm trying to re- think if I should like release a PSA in the beginning of this episode or at the end, mm-hmm. but it's just more of like a roller coaster of I t- I put it into the PSA um of like regret and denial mm. about like that's just been my like my overall I feel like moral of these la- of my last week because I've been on spring break. Okay. So um when spring break happens, yo thank God for private schools because let me tell you. Two weeks is the best two weeks in the world. Like back yeah. to back, back to back, back yeah. to back. Because um, you know how like I don't know if you remember like the public school days. We get that February break off. Yeah, they don't do that for the private school. They was like, if you want, to, uh, how about this? We um, I guess switch it out for two weeks off. Yeah, I and I was like, that. you know what? 
I wish it was like more like mid April ish, yeah. but it's always in private schools is always the last two weeks in March. Okay, which I appreciate. But um, it's been like a roller coaster of like regrets and denial for me because um, <laughs> I, I phrased it in a way like I said I don't know where this PSA is gonna go. Mm-hmm. Um, but I phrased it in a way of you know how remember the game Mario Kart? Yeah, you go through those mystery boxes, mm-hmm. but it's only four, and out of the four, two is regret, two is denial. So I, I can't avoid, I can't avoid either one. Mm. So um, it's been like I said, just like a like a hot lot of highs, um, crazy crazy lows, mm. um, and. Just like some decisions that I gotta like soon make for myself. Yeah. So I just like trying to figure out where this show's gonna be, where I'm gonna be, and uh, my job and my future. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah and, well, yeah, that is a lot <laughs> of stuff to think about. Um, yeah. I do want to challenge you though by saying <laughs> that out of those mystery boxes that are on the road, um, it is possible to sometimes squeeze between them and not hit any of them. I'm trying. <laughs> I know you are. I, I'm I trying. I am literally like trying, but it's like stuff like today. Right. It was just like okay, I, I, I'm about to just like tap out, like mentally and physically, and just hit a like, box, whatever. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, it's it's definitely like a lot of like decisions, decision making I need to make the next couple of days. Actually, the next month, so it's not a couple of days. Um. And a lot of uh, stuff that I wish I would have took mm. more so even before having new co-hosts to the show and whatever the case may be. Um, f- fun fact that <laughs> doing some something last year and they asked. I I, I I could talk about this now. I think I think <laughs> if not, y'all didn't hear it from me. <laughs> but but now they doing something more along the lines that they starting to like go after podcasters more. Mm. So they want podcasters to start like uh, commentating, like doing what you know, like how you see on TV, right? right. But instead, of they want a live stream and a podcast to do it. So That's like on the, on the like YouTube, which fans will have to pay, of course. But right. and it looks like they actually doing it with actually like. C-list celebrities, B-list celebrities uh, this year, um, people from Saturday Night Live and whatnot. Okay. So, um, but last year, I, I got approached with that, and um, but that's when I was going through the transition of new right. co-hosts and whatnot. So that was, that's a bad loss, but... <laughs> sure, I mean, but you know, you never know what's coming yeah, up. Yeah, that's why I said the God, God works in mysterious ways. Absolutely. So let's see what happens. Yeah. Um, you know, I just often think about, I forgot who I was talking about this with. I think I was talking to my brother about this, but, you know, I just often think about whenever, you know, people like miss flights and things like that, and then those flights end up going down. <laughs> You know, you can't say <laughs> it's like you better be glad you were. Yo, honestly, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about what two weeks or three weeks ago when that Boeing went down mm-hmm. after only 15 minutes. Yo, I don't know what I, what happened. I was on the dark side of YouTube, and I think I told you this off air. I was on the dark side of YouTube, and um, people y'all using y'all gifts and like skills wrong, like in the wrong way. Somebody created like a simulation of oh my god of what happened in that plane yeah and and they had the nerve to put sound effects like people screaming and stuff and like stupid me like I'm stupid for even continue like to click it to watch it mm-hmm. but it, you know curiosity of course yeah and um they, when they sort of like had the plane going down like and you hear the scream like oh god yeah and like i told you um before air um me just like traveling that's the only thing i had in the back of my Ooh. head <laughs> no don't need that so i'm like oh god um but yeah yeah but that's that's what i've been up to and that's me Sounds like some. Sounds like some incredibly. It's basically what you did to me earlier today, where you just like just said the the emojis. I was like, "What's going on here?" Meanwhile, I'm looking for a parking like I, I, I hope my friend is okay. Oh, I definitely had a five minute meltdown earlier, and I didn't. I just hit up around. I was like, "I'm just tired. I'm so tired." 
<laughs> but it's like I was saying, I'm like, yo, you have to like honestly listen to your body and know mm-hmm. when like you have to rest and when you just have to like take you use some you time. Yes. And like focus, like meditate or whatever the case may be to like get your mind right. Absolutely. Um, and maybe that's what it that's what you had to do today. I think so, yeah. I mean, I really, I didn't get to do it like how I wanted to do it, you know, like, you know, I had that audition this morning, was running around. Oh, yeah, so what I was talking to you off air about was the fact that I, um, I think that the reason why that came about was because today was my first time in the city again, like, not only since I've been back, but, like, even for a few months since before I left, um, but, like, being on the train and just... I, I think like being around all the people in the atmosphere kind of took like a lot of spiritual energy out of me that I didn't know it was going to take. So by the time I got back home after that audition, I was just, my spirit was just like, mm, just stay here. <laughs> just stay here. Just. Yo, what's crazy. Um, that happened to me two, two weeks ago. Um, so in the first two weeks of my job, I work in a school. This is thing called spring intensive. Um, is where the kids, Take a break from their like regular studies, like you know English, math, history, and all of that, mm-hmm. and do something more like along the lines of fun type of situation. Because okay. some kids actually had a study abroad type of spring intensive oh. where they went to Tanzania, India, Grant. Uh, oh, this Grenada, private, private, coast, yeah. private, private, yeah. private school, Costa, Costa Rica, like that. Hey, that's my hometown. <laughs> um, but yeah, some kids did that, but some kids like who couldn't like I guess get a part of that program. Had to do like spring intensives in in New York, whatever the case may be. There was like a traveling um across up and down um almost I think what you did uh beforehand yeah before you left like you know just uh going to those caves and whatnot right 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 like hiking and whatnot so it was like hiking it was like um which we got to do that soon yeah um <laughs> you're killing me. <laughs> Where you talking? Yeah. So um, <laughs> he said eleven miles. I was like eleven. Who? <laughs> it's gonna be fucking awesome. Um, but um, there was hiking. There was hip hop. There was dog dog shit. Like like you know, caring about the animals. There was right. like marine life, and I was part of like the podcast. And I can't think of them all, but I was just part of the podcast on one. And so, like, the last week of it, it's like I said, it's two weeks. The next, the first week was just, like, an introduction. Like, what is a podcast? We listen to podcasts and, like, different forms of podcasts. And I didn't, did not listen to this show because, like, <laughs> I would be unemployed. <laughs> I'd be like, Patreon, PayPal, y'all need to help. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, like, the last week, um, it was, like, a field trip. Um, we, went, we actually went to Bloomberg, Bloomberg Studios. Oh wow! I didn't, I didn't honestly. I didn't know they even had a studio. So one of the Me neither. one of the kids' fathers actually the guy who you hear every day if you take MTA. Sorry if I'm going on a slight tangent, but oh. the the MTA guy. If y'all in New York City and y'all hear "Stand Clear of the Closing Doors," yeah, that's one of the kids' father. That's so funny. And um, his his father does like the stocks and stuff for Bloomberg Radio and whatnot. So we went to go see the TV studio and the radio studio and all of that. Oh y'all look. Yeah, it was nice. Um, shout out to that kid. I I kept not saying names because it's no. Um, <laughs> no. Um, but going back to what you said, like it felt like, you know, just taking a train. I we had to take the train with the kids. Mm-hmm. And it was just like I in my head it was like go, like so many things going on. I'm like, please know why you saw with these kids. Cause I, I like my job. I don't want to have to fight these people. Like then I'm like, do I have to fight these people for these kids? I'm like that's like part of my like a lot of like a lot of different like a lot of different scenarios will go through my head. It's just like and just people in general. Like I'm like I hope we don't run into nobody crazy or I hope this ain't like not. I'm not trying to make fun of it, but like 9/11 Part Two and yeah. subway systems or whatever the case may be. Um. At the at the end of that day, I went to sleep at like six thirty, and then I wake back up to maybe six thirty, seven o'clock the next morning. Damn. Practically late to work because it was just so draining just being around New Yorkers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New Yorkers also having to worry about the kids. All right, because so. I mean, because at the end of the, it was me and another and another teacher. Worrying about like even though these kids like are old enough and they probably already take the train and whatnot, so mm-hmm. they know how to like I guess act. But still, kids but are foolish you, groups, right? And you're responsible for them. Yep. So two two teachers, twelve well eleven kids. It's like yo, yeah. And the kids range from ninth to eleventh grade, so it was like 
It's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> so I was like, I was like knocked out like by six thirty that evening. Like as soon as I got home, I just like took off my clothes and, mm-hmm. and I was just like, I'm gonna just like lay here for a minute. That minute turned into eight <laughs> to nine hours, and I was like, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, my father thought I was sick again at that oh, point. Damn. <laughs> like he came in, like you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm just tired. Um, listen to that body. Yeah, you just have to listen to the body. Like know when to like relax and whatnot. Yes, listen to the body. Um, yeah. So y'all been DMing me and uh, yeah, email my personal email that I have on my Instagram. Ooh. Um, like questions because apparently I follow both me and the podcast Instagram. So I was like. Okay, I'm gonna use it. I'm a. Uh, I'm not gonna change uh, too much, like you know, to it. So I'm reading it as y'all as y'all sent it to me. So this one person, I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm gonna save your names. Um, I just put it all in the notes. This one person, I guess I'm gonna put it as their subject. Is it wrong that I want to succeed in life, but because I feel certain. Uh, because I feel certain people have wronged me and I want to I want them to feel they messed up. Hey, I am currently working very hard at my studies and I'm at work. Um I'm at my work. Literally, I have stopped everything, uh I have stopped everything, dating, watching TV, going to movies, etc. Took a leave from work and haven't been out the house in two weeks. There's an opportunity where I might be able to attain a very prestigious job if I work hard enough. But the tr- what troubles me is that all the mo- all my motivation comes from that um from the place I hate, place of hate. Mm. Mm. I despise certain people, and I want to obtain this job just so I can rub it in their face. I want them to regret it for even if it's for five minutes, <laughs> and that they underestimate underestimating me or mistreated me. I will be in a position to exert a lot of power and also help people. How do I stop feeling this way? Okay. Well, <clears throat> this is very interesting. Um, I think one of the really good things is the fact that he, or what is it? This is a he, right? That uh, they are self-aware. Yeah. So, because um, normally the hardest part is figuring out where the stuff is coming from, but this person already knows that their motivation comes from a negative place, right? Um, so I think the next step is telling yourself, okay, I still want to accomplish the, I think it's like about going backwards. Like I still want to accomplish these goals, but how can I choose, how can I change the root that the passion comes from, you know? Um, or sometimes, honestly, sometimes it's, kind of just okay to you know sometimes it really is just okay i think it, yeah, it depends it really honestly it depends on the situation that you you're in it, it's it's like a almost like a telling that you know if it's okay to like be this type of person like this negative person out out there right to the fact i, I well i guess versus the person that like no you're you're, you're better than this yeah it's I feel like there's like two routes to go. Yeah. Like it's either you change the root of where your passion comes from, or you come up with a tactic to counteract um the negativity of the root. So it's like you can just so it's either like you figure out how to, you know, change the root from a place of negativity to a place of positivity. Or you keep that negative root, you know, hater, because you know you can have like haters drive you and stuff yeah. like that, right? And you, your goal can be, oh, I want to show these people uh, later on in life when I get into this position of power. But as part of self care, how are you counteracting that negativity? You know, um, are you? Uh, meditating? Are you giving back to the community now? Like, there has to be some type of like counteractive um, measure that balances out that negativity um, right. with those desires and goals. So, I don't know what that is. You gotta figure that out for yourself. That sounds like a lot. I mean, all my passion comes from a place of positive energy. I get my energy from the sun. Um, I advocate for you to just stand outside and absorb the sun rays. I don't know if that'll help. But, um, 
Yeah, that's um, that's pretty intense. Yeah, I like the I like the fact that you acknowledge that you know all of this is a like a negative yeah thing. That's definitely um, a great step. I just honestly just feel like let your new work and your new career be your be your proof your your evidence that no weapon that uh, formed against me shall prosper Hello. type of situation like because. It's but it's but so much like one you would feel stupid if these people actually like wasn't paying you no mind, um, but uh, but because it sound like you I mean we you never you didn't give us their side but it sound like the certain people <laughs> you just you just can't stand and I and I'm actually a walking testament of, of this because of what ha- what's happening behind the scenes, um, <laughs> but. Honestly, this has been like almost like almost the best year and change of podcasting career for me, and um, and I just I honestly just journal a lot of things. Like I journal my negative and like just keep like you said, staying out in the sun and like bring on the positivity mm-hmm. and whatnot. I meditate with my little stones and rocks. Yeah, so hello. um, I sage my house. I try to I try to sage it every top of the month. Or at the end of each month, um, but yeah, I do I do stuff like that to like dispel the those negative like thoughts and feelings yes. and all of that. So you need to find something like that to um to do. And like I said, just let your work uh, be your like walking your your living proof and whatnot. So absolutely, and I think and and also last not but not least for me, um, what really drives me also is. Um, have you ever thought about just doing it for yourself? You know? Yeah. Um, I feel Shock like... Shock yourself. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you turn all of that, oh, I want to show them, I want to show them, and and instead make it, I want to show myself, I think the positivity will start to bleed out just from that we that rewiring in your brain. Right. Um, you know, I want to do it for me, so. Yeah. Hope we help. Uh, next one. Okay. Sorry, um, am I wasting my time? My boyfriend of about eight months and I had a conversation about the future. Whoa, eight months and you're having a conversation? Okay. We are in our early 20s and he currently has two degrees and is planning to go back to school for a third. Wow, kudos. I support him in that 100%. However, he told me that marriage and kids are out of the question until he has accomplished all of his goals. And I love that he has goals which could take about six to seven years. I love him very I love him very much, and I've argued with him that, yes, he can accomplish um, those goals while still building a life with me, and he absolutely refuses. Am I wasting my time if I wait around six to seven years for even an engagement? I want kids, but I don't want to be 30-plus when I'm having kids since I've had quite a few health problems. Okay. Um... <laughs> All right. Okay, honey. Let me tell you something. Um, early. I mean, y'all in your early twenties. Yes. One day. And okay. Yeah. Let's dissect this. So one day in their early twenties. Two. It's been eight months, which I completely get. I was in the same exact situation when I was in college. Um, eight months. First of all, you're still in the honeymoon bunny rabbit right. phase. Um, you know, I was, we were looking at wedding rings eight months in also. So I fucking get it. You're head <laughs> over heels. I get it. Um, but it sounds like you have a really good man on your hands. Um, <laughs> and it's up to you. What her main question is, should she wait this long? What is it? Six to seven years for even an engagement. Um, she won kids, but she don't want to be 30 plus having kids. Cause here's the thing. You... I normally don't tell people what to do, right? But I don't want you to rush this man into something that he doesn't want to do. Because it sounds like he's trying to do it the right way. Sounds like he's trying to have his shit together before he ends up having to take care of um, another life form and bring another life form into this world, um, which I believe is the way that it should be done because there's too many parents running around right now. They can't even take care of themselves Mm. and they're trying to take care of a child that they either Mm. accidentally or purposefully brought into this world, which is fucked up. Speak on it. Yeah. Um, So I do not want you to rush this man into something that, you know, he is not ready for because if you do in the long run, it is not going to be pretty um if you force him to 
uh, juggle all these things at the same time and he's already clearly communicated to you that that is not a desire of his I don't think that you I don't think that it's fair that you force that upon him now at the same token it is not fair for you to deny your own wants and desires so if you are dead set on the fact that oh you want a certain lifestyle at a certain age I think you already have your answer from the, this man he is not going to give that to you so then you shouldn't waste your time and stay with him. But I am going to tell you, this sounds like a great man. This sounds like a good man, girl. You want to keep him. Because if not, I might find him. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah, I honestly can't phrase it any better than myself. I was just going to just say just like a, a few words and it's just straight to the point. I was just going to tell you to actually just leave him. Um, <laughs> because honestly, it sounds like you know what you want, but he know what he want. He's very goal oriented. Yep. And uh, I mean, and I, I really wish you give like, you gave like, uh, uh, yeah, not real ages. Like, I want to know what's the early 20s. Like, yeah. I, I consider early 20s no more than, what, 23, 24. Exactly. And if that's the case, honestly, like, yeah, we're six to seven years if you really, like, love him or whatever case may be. But y'all been only dating for eight years. Her? I mean, eight months. And y'all talking about the future and you already talking about engagement and um I feel like kids. a huge factor on her end, though, is whatever health thing that yeah, she's Yeah, and that, which I was about to lead to. I'm like, if, if like... If this is a thing that you're worrying about, maybe you should, one, had, like, did you tell him about this health situation? Two, yep. if it if if you did and he's still, like, not budging, yeah, then it's time for you to leave. Either leave or trap him, but I'm not going to say that. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, your kids would be smart because nigga has their, like, three degrees almost. So, <laughs> um, girl. <laughs> Um, don't play with this man. But yes, yeah, that I mean, you really just have that only option of leaving or just like waiting it out because honestly, there's nothing else that it really could be done because it's like you can't like roofie him to get married or whatever the case may be. Um, I, I honestly, I honestly hope you do what's right for you at the same time too. So yeah, um, <clears throat> just you know, don't let your wants and needs be compromised by outside factors you know always at the end of the day uh go for what you want but just remember at the same token that you can't <laughs> I hope compromise. your friends I hope your friends is not pressuring you to say this neither because <laughs> honestly <laughs> they're gonna get you in trouble yeah um <laughs> good it's probably one of your friends that wants that man yeah they might be setting you up right hello I mean, Derek already said he's going after it, so... Okay, come on now. Uh -huh. I might already be with him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, doing a few things. Derek's a Kardashian, y'all. <laughs> 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 um, the last one is another relationship oh, um, issue. Uh, the boyfriend is 26. They're not sure about the future um, together after the lady... His girlfriend asks for a threesome, who's also 26, asks for a threesome. <laughs> We've been together for approximately six years, and things have slowed down um, a little in the bedroom. He said that he's tired due to his medical degree being very demanding. Anyway, in the past, when I asked um, if he could see us marrying, he said yes, but not um, not before we are more settled in life. Two weeks ago, I'm going to start reading how y'all typed it because I, I can't <laughs> anymore. Two weeks ago, I was thinking that we could spice things up in the bedroom and ask him if we could consider bringing in another woman for a threesome for some fun. I thought he'd be excited and would jump at the opportunity to get to sleep with another woman like most men. Unfortunately, it didn't go down well. He said no, and later when I asked him why he was being distant, he said that he was a bit disgusted that I suggested a threesome. Ooh. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he said that he would never want to bring in another person into the relationship, uh, and that my bringing it up made him wonder if we were right for each other in the long term because sexual compatibility in, in every sense is important. I asked him yesterday where we heading, and he said he didn't know. Should I give him more time, or have I ruined my relationship? 
Hmm. Okay, this is another one. All right. <clears throat> now, I mean, it, I feel like it was, damn, he used the word disgusting. That's fucking <laughs> Yo, crazy. You gotta, you gotta, like, there's a few words in life that <laughs> you actually, like, really mean. Disgusted is one of them. Disgusting is one of them. And are these people, are these WPs? We don't know. We don't know. Because um, if these are WPs, when WPs say the word disgusting, they mean that shit. Right. Like, that shit hits like a right. shard of glass. Um, it's like worse than any other curse word. It is. Like, you disgust me, Sarah. Um, okay, so in this situation, you shouldn't feel bad for wanting what you want. But I think that you also have to remember that, um, you know, as with any mass group of people, all men, we are not monolithic. You know, just because it's the stereotype that most men want these crazy ass, kinky ass threesomes, I do, um, does not mean that <laughs> all of us do. You know what I mean? Um, I think that it's actually kind of sweet that if it wasn't for the word that he used, I think it would have been actually kind of uh, sweet the fact that I felt he, that shit. Right? I felt <laughs> that shit too. Um, but I think it would have been kind of sweet the fact that he didn't want to incorporate somebody else and what you guys have going on it means that i think that you know he really really is there for just you um but uh you should explain to him you know where you're coming from with it so i think it's definitely worth a conversation i think you guys just need to know where the other one is coming from but i think that you need to also be prepared for the fact that he doesn't seem like he's going to be swayed on this matter um, I think that there just needs to be some cleaning up in the language and conversation um, for how it went down the first time. Um, but yeah, so just know that you're not getting your threesome with him. And, you know, that might be a conversation like, well, can I bring to other people in? Like, I don't know what you're really trying to get into. But um, yeah. Shout out to you. Um, you actually just like brought it up. Like, and I guess shout out to the guy for like, saying no means no yeah um, hello like i guess you should take it as this you're the apple of his eye right now and he like that's why he said he's disgusted like he, that you wouldn't bring somebody else into y'all little situation um but i get it like t like did you have this is, one did you have this talk with him like saying, yo, our bedroom game has been trash lately. Let's spice things up. Mm. That's what you need to like ask, or, like you know, like work work things out that way. Yeah. Um. Before just like, hey, I'm inviting Becky over, and <laughs> we're we're gonna have it. And that's when you're gonna get like, oh, you're disgusting. Um. <laughs> but yo, for I never met a guy who wanna turn down a threesome. That's Honestly, that's yeah. crazy, but yeah, you're the apple of his eye. So for him to want to turn that down, you mean something to him. Yeah. It's so it's just, honestly, it probably is just his, another person with trying to get his goals like situated, and yeah. you have to be like the other one is either you're going to stay or you're going to leave. And just like um, Ro was saying um, about how it's just kind of like the other one. It sounds like a good man, and um, <laughs> if you don't want to stay with him, I will swoop in. I will take this. I, you know, I need to open up a business. I will take this charge off of your hands. You know, there was there was a um, I was looking at her up the other day. I was always wondering, like the like the prime Twitter days was like oh nine to like twelve ish. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know if you ever m remember uh, Candy Super Throat or Deep Throat. No, I've never. She heard used of to sell name. her body all over New York uh, just for. Uh, Sex. Not not Superhead. No, not Superhead. Her no, name was I've Candy Deep Throat. Of this arch nemesis. These <laughs> 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 fucking superheroes. She, she um, actually messed with Lance Stevenson, supposedly. And um, she messed with like a lot of like B and C list like celebrities. And mm. this is like Lance in his like beginning phases of um his career. And like she will like honestly Supposedly she has like a great boxing, great head game, and charge, Ooh. and charges. Like I think starting price would have been like five hundred, and mm -hmm. guys used to actually pay for that because she would like actually record them. Wow, and take their soul to Valhalla. Basically, crazy shit. Um, so you should you should start something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call my service Valhalla. Let me take um, all the fallen soldiers to heaven. But yeah, um, 
yeah, I don't know. Just had that talk with him again. Um, otherwise, you have to decide your your journey. Left left road. Uh, staying and riding this how right road you're leaving and finding somebody else that's gonna, I guess, appreciate and fulfill your needs. So. Definitely. Hope we helped. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. Damn. This was. This has been fun. Yeah. Thank you for like saving the day. Oh no. Thank any you. any anything you have like coming up like. Nope. <laughs> well, I mean, well, okay. So, I mean, but this is I'm like really dragging it here. But um, I did write a play while I was on tour. Yes, I was supposed to come to their reading. Yes, 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 yes. Um, you'll hopefully catch the next one. But um, so that is just in the works right now. But look out for that next year because it will be going up. So just excited for that. Um, yeah. But yeah, nothing. Oh, check out the New York Dose. Um, shout out to y'all. You know, a couple of, like, I guess it was like, eh. But, you know, I still support. Thank you very Except much. Except for that one episode where it was, uh, there's a couple of episodes I just missed. I'm just saying like that. I do remember. I know. <laughs> I feel like it was a specific month. Um, month but, and then it happened again. I was like, wow, this is amazing. This is just going to be a thing, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm trying to support my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> Yo, I'm so weak. Um, and yeah, thank y'all for adding us to um yeah we work spot too. Of course, carbon yes. dioxide network. You know, we got to welcome the family. It was bound to happen. Um, I don't know if this PSA is ready. Uh, okay. Uh, for the listeners, throughout this like little revamp phase of the podcast, uh, that was going um going through. Uh, okay. Throughout this little revamp phase, the podcast was going through. I was going through a little personal revamp in self and um and process. For the for weeks, you've been hearing or not hearing me during certain conversations that was being had on this show. No, it's not because I didn't have an opinion. No, it's not because I was interested or passionate about whatever topic um being talked about at the moment. It's because I believe in growth and the team I was working with. For almost five years, I think this would be the fifth year, I think. Um, y'all been riding with me with the cure, always um always got my um supportive and unbiased and sometimes devil's advocate view on things. But since the split, as you know, I had to bring on new voices, new voice and or voices, if you want to count both both <laughs> to the show to get y'all used to the new talent um that is the lounge. Uh, as the captain or the leader of this, um, you must know when to um, take a step back and watch all the rest of your team shine. While doing so, I began to start thinking about a lot of things before the show, during the show, after the show. Things that along the lines I had to ask, what is my real purpose in this whole podcast world? Yes, I'm reading this because I typed this out. Um, not only in this podcast world, but in this creative world, but also in my personal, uh, my personal purpose. I had a real roller coaster of the last two weeks um, to the point that I've been in regret and denial. It's like I told you, I was like a game of Mario Kart on um, four boxes, but two of the boxes is regrets, two of the boxes is denials. So I couldn't avoid either one, it seems. Now for the sad part. Um, last uh, week, two people I know passed, um, and it's crazy. It's all related to, like, you know, within the school system. Uh, one was a former teacher at my uh, for my old job who, who was like the work mom, and uh, while one of my students uh, during the spring break uh, died tragically. I'm not going to say how, but he just died tragically. Uh, I use the podcast to state what's been bothering me in, in my life, and as a therapy session with my other two co-hosts, I couldn't let uh, what recently happened to these two people, uh, well, now angels, just slowly become a memory and left unspoken. So in less than 30 seconds, um, I'm going to talk about them. Miss D, you were the tough, outspoken mom at the hellhole that we worked at. No one could mess with you. You welcomed me with open arms, and you um, look, you look out for me during my tenure there. You will be missed, but God has an, um, more than another angel. He has a soldier. Aiden, during my short time there, knowing you, you were uh, one of the sweetest and coolest kids that not only welcomed me into my new job, but made me um, made it nice to be at. Never shy away from speaking and very nice to you, uh, to your peers. Your presence at the school will be missed. Sleep well, my friends. Now, I say that to say 
what the hell are y'all talking? What the hell are you getting that rail with this whole thing? Um, four years, I started out with no intentions of continuing after one year. Um, but as the show started to grow, my interest um, for the show started to grow upward as well. However, like not only the split and like you know trying to figure out other things. I told you I have a man with multiple jobs. I'm starting to slightly lose a little bit of interest of podcasting. And I'm not sure if me being on this particular show is helping in a sense. Um, so that's why I've been standing back and letting Raven and Tate, because I want you guys to like hear them and get used to them. But I say that to say that this may be my last year dealing with the Cure, aka now the newly revamped Lounge podcast. Um, I think in this December, however, things could change. I, I'm in like one foot in, one foot out type of situation. It's just that a lot of things have to change within my personal life in order for me to like be able to juggle like even this. Um, but this is like an official, unofficial type of thing. So just take that with a grain of salt. If you're wondering why Raven and Tay is not here or why I'm not here and just Raven and Tay, if you wonder why, if it's just me and Raven or me and Tay, whatever the case may be, this is what's like kind of happening behind the scenes. I'm trying to let them take more creative control and y'all get used to them. They don't want me to leave, but <laughs> it's, it's something that may have to be done. Just due to the fact, like I'm trying to like juggle a lot of personal projects, and I, and I missed a lot of, like I said during these last two weeks, I've realized I missed a lot of opportunities, uh, being in this creative space. Like I just realized, like, um, I missed the Solange album release, and it's just because I was just so fucking busy. Like it was actually in my spam, and I never really checked my spam, but something told me to check my spam, and it was just like an invitation, and I was like, wow. Who would have thought? I missed the Us release. And I'm like, I just seen that yesterday. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. Um, so my name is getting out there and I'm getting a lot of opportunities. It's just that I'm not making them and I don't want to get blackballed as a person who never shows up in these <laughs> in these situations. So I'm I'm just mostly trying to juggle a lot of things. With that being said, this is what's really happening um behind the scenes of like the lounge. Um Derek and a few others been like great listeners and like giving me great f advice and feedback on what I should do. So I really appreciate it. Um, with that being said, subscribe, rate, and comment on SoundCloud, iTunes, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on all social media. Twitter is lounge underscore podcast. Instagram is lounge podcast. Like us on Facebook is the lounge pod. Have questions you want us to answer? Email lounge lounge pod at gmail.com. Shout out to the carbon dioxide network for holding us down again. And this is not me giving up goodbye speech. Like I said, I'm one foot in, one foot out. I just got to figure out my life. Um, but this may be my last year dealing with the lounge. I'm working on other additional projects that I want to start putting more attention to. So yeah. Um, Derek, thank you for coming by. Thank you for having Sorry me. Sorry that you had to stick through that, that morbid little. Oh my! God. <laughs> it was completely fine. Um, yeah, we have to do like a joint episode with hopefully everyone again. Yes, so. absolutely. Yeah, that'll be super fun. Um, um, that was fun back in December. Yeah, we was drunk. We were drunk as hell. That's the first episode I actually listened back to. Yeah, like, I never listened back to these shows, but that was the first episode I actually listened <laughs> back to. Cause I'm like, yo, that shit was fun that day. It was. Yeah. Um, shout out to that other place though. We couldn't. Um, <laughs> but anyway, bang bang pod gang, we out. <laughs> But we did talk. I took a photo with him, like, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I just stay flirting with him on the gram. Like, it's just mad funny. Like, I'll just be saying mad reckless he, shit. He acknowledge you? Yeah, yeah. We, like, write back and forth, like, all the time. Um, How old is he? He might be. I think he's our age. He's from the Bronx. Um, it's just my husband. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and I know I'll be sounding like the OD creep because I'll be talking to him sometimes. I'll be like, I'll be like, Marvin, you just give me a few years. We're gonna be like best friends. <laughs> like, I'll be like, well, like he'll like post up something, and I'll just be like, oh, I can't wait till we're um hanging out every day. <laughs> what he says and he'll just be like yo yo choo 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 or he'll just be like la like the laughing emoji or like <clears throat> he just posted up this thing of like Tyra falling out 
to his photo. And then I was like, literally me every time you post. And then he was just like, he just put the prayer hands. Oh. Well, maybe he's not gay. No, he's not gay at all. Oh, he's not? No, no, no. And you just flirted with this ring? <laughs> Yeah, he had a girlfriend on the show that was in the house too. It was called him Starving Mom. Starving Mom, baby. Poor you. Just something, something about like lizard looking men that like just gets me. Like something about like that reptilian high cheekbones. Yeah, yeah. They look like the seed of Chucky's. Yes, yeah. Like it's something like almost like a little demonic, you know, <laughs> a little enticing. <laughs> you need help. Playing with the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> you need help. Oh. Um, okay. Good start. <laughs> okay. Just now, I'm just I'm just gonna be being a hoe over here on this side, going on all my apps. These boys hit me up. One wants to meet after this. <laughs> <laughs> What's your dick appointments? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. 